0: Everybody's wondering where oil prices are going with the escalation in in the war with Ukraine, with Russia making nuclear threats, calling a draft of 300,000 of his own men, with all the recession fears, with oil prices crashing. Everybody was wondering, where are oil prices going? I have the answer, and I truly believe this without any doubts. I remember... There was a time when oil prices crashed down to 30 dollars a barrel, and then the Biden administration was in full force, and everyone's saying, hey, you know, with, with an anti-oil regime, oil prices are going to be destroyed. The demand for oil is going to be destroyed, and I was telling him, look, we're going to have $100 oil again, and the world thought I was crazy, and look at, at where we are today. And so I have something to say, and I don't think you're hearing this. I don't think the, the, the mainstream media is going to tell you this because they've been hijacked. What we're witnessing today is one of the largest pump and dump schemes this world has ever seen. The, the, the definition of a pump and dump scheme is, a, is an illegal scheme to boost a stock or security price based on false or misleading or greatly exaggerated statements. The green energy has been greatly over exaggerated. And then the exact opposite for fossil fuels is it, it's been, they're using political science to make you believe that fossil fuels is evil. They've demonized oil and they propped up green energy. We fell hook, line, and sinker for this. And guess who is the one chumming the waters? It's China. The West fell for this. See, they were on the side of the West propping up green energy all the while China was buying oil was firing up coal-powered plants was doing everything they thing they could to insulate themselves from what is to come the demand they knew the demand for oil is coming and so all the while we're buying green technology from china i mean china has more patents than any other country second to america they own more cobalt mines than any other country. I mean, that's what they put in the, in the electric car batteries is cobalt. Now, think about it. The African, the largest cobalt mines in the world are in Africa. Guess who owns those? China. I mean, we fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. I mean, Germany went all in. Sri Lanka went all in for green technology. California went all in. And look at their demise. Look what happened. All of a sudden, Europe is, is, is firing up their coal power plants. The world can 't get enough fossil fuels right now, why? Because we believe the lie that green energy is going to save the day it it the the entire media is working for this pump and dump scheme and so in so in, in addition to uh, propping up green energy and demonizing fossil fuels we're in the midst of one of the could be potential one of the largest wars since World War II. I mean, Russia is doubling down. One of the one of the second larger, largest producers of oil is at war, and if if you look at what's happening, it's interesting how Putin goes with this tail between his legs and starts having all of these meetings because he's getting, he's getting beat up pretty bad in Ukraine, and the, and the Western media is having a heyday with this. He doesn't like it. I mean, Putin is the most prideful man, and he cannot handle looking bad in the face of his countrymen, in his world. He can't handle it. So he goes and he has these meetings with China, with India, with Iran, with other countries. And they came back and he doubled down, increasing his rhetoric to escalating to the potential of using nukes. Why? Because he has the support of China. China's prodding him. See, this is not about simply the sovereignty of their nation. This is not about the the simplicity of supporting their country and providing for the country and making sure that their needs are met. This is much more. Imagine this. When Gaddafi was propping up the dinar going against U.S. dollar in 2000, we rolled our tanks in, in Libya, and we brought destruction to that country, and we propped up the central banking system. See, we can do that because we, who's going to sanction us? I mean, Russia dropped a few bombs in Ukraine and we are sanctioning the hell out of those guys. China gets sanctioned and they're tired of it. Imagine if we went into Libya and China had the power to, to sanction us. What if we got sanctioned every time we dropped a bomb in any other country outside of our own country? We would hate it. And see, Russia and China and the Middle East, Iran, they've been dealing with this for years and they're tired of it. That's why they're trying to prop up their own currency. And the higher oil prices go, the more it it empowers the Middle East. The more reliance it puts America on Saudi Arabia, on OPEC, on Russia. The higher energy prices go, the more reliance it puts Europe on Putin himself, putting them in power to to, uh, be able to get away with the things that they're getting away with. I mean, you think about it. The higher energy prices go, the richer these countries become. The richer Iran, Putin, Middle East, Saudi Arabia. And let's not forget that China becomes rich off energy. I mean, they have two of the largest oil companies in the world. And so, the higher energy prices go, the weaker America becomes. And their plan of attack, they're coming together and they're having meetings and they're having conversations trying to figure out how to pull, destroy the power of the West, to break the power of the West so they are not sanctioned every time they move forward. I'll give you an example of the power of America on China. Under the Clinton administration, China was doing the very provocative thing that they're doing to Taiwan right now. They're dropping bombs surrounding their country flying in and out of no-fly zones, threatening, making threats to, to, to Taiwan. But what ended that, those threats, and the provocations of China against Taiwan, we simply floated an aircraft carrier, carrier in between China and Taiwan to let them know, hey, the most powerful army in the world is here, and, if, and we will retaliate to protect Taiwan. And that stopped China dead in their tracks. Fast forward to today, the world has become more provocative because they have lost respect. They have lost respect for America. Afghanistan was the straw that broke the camel's back. And so we sent another aircraft carrier carrier into those open seas next to China. And this time, China didn't care. This time, China increased... There are no fly zone flights and the bombs are dropping. China has no respect for American power anymore. Iran doesn't have respect for American power anymore. Putin doesn't have any respect for American power anymore. And they are forming an alliance. Look up SCO, look up BRICS. They are forming an alliance. They're using their own currency and they're buying and selling and trading within their own system, propping up Putin to stay in power see the whole green initiative they really believe that if we can get off foreign oil dependence if we can get off fossil fuels i mean think about it, if putin if if putin's energy didn't come from oil or natural gas and it came from wind turbines and solar power panels he couldn't go to war. Germany and Europe, we just give him the middle finger. Because we don't need him. I mean, how do, you, how do you control the world with green energy? I mean, you capitalize on I mean, China's capitalizing on this big time. Big time. If you own energy, you control the world. Right now, what controls the world is the US dollar. Most transactions are done worldwide through the US currency, which is why sanctions work, which is why the world fears us. But energy has always been the reason for power. See, we made a deal with Saudi Arabia. We made a deal with Saudi Arabia. We had a deal where they, could, they would sell us as much oil as we needed, and we were secured. We protected their assets with military force, which is why we are deep in Yemen, selling them m- massive amounts of weaponry to fight against Iran and Yemen, and it's one of the world's worst humanitarian crises this world has ever in. And, and we, we started that war by funding it. And because of that, we have oil security. Well, Saudi Arabia, I mean, Biden, to rally his base, to impress his base, it's like some dumb high school kid uh, irritating the teacher just to impress his, his friends Tells the world, hey, Saudi king, I know that you're the reason why we have enough energy, but you're a pariah. You're an evil person. You're an evil dictator, and fossil fuels, and he demonized fossil fuels. So Saudi Arabia, they pulled away from America, and out of desperation, Biden goes and has a meeting with Saudi Arabia, and they reduce the output. Or they increase the output by a simple 100,000 barrels of oil a day. And then later, they reduce it by 100,000. That was a huge FU to Joe Biden. Look, Saudi Arabia is not on America's side. He's on the side. I mean, they, they, they have been preaching look, we don't have enough oil. All the while, the Western media is telling the world we don't need oil. going against all of his warnings being attacked by western media all these years about how evil he is blowing the one bad thing he did out of proportion all to rally all to rally a base a base that loves to hear it they really believe that saudi arabia is a bunch of evil producing evil people i mean that doesn't sit well with that country He's cutting off the hand that feeds them. And so they're coming together. OPEC, China, Iran, Venezuela, Turkey, India, they're coming together. They're coming together while everybody's jumping on this green energy bandwagon, leading a country to their demise like Sri Lanka. They are putting relationships in place to bring energy security for their country. I mean, India is smart. They're insulating themselves from high energy prices. In fact, when the rest of the world was seeing energy prices increase 30, 40, 200%, they only saw an increase in energy, energy prices by 20% because they were smart. They were buying what they needed, regardless of who it was. They bought a lot of Putin's, Putin's oil. They don't care about what, what media says. They don't care about what the rest of the world doing. Is where the Western media, the West, is afraid of what everyone thinks about them. we got to wear our mask. we gotta do what we we got to do what we can to, to reduce fossil fuels. And this whole political science, the science about uh, global warming and everything, we have to do our part. I think they're more afraid of how they looked to the world versus what is best what is best for our nation. What is best for our nation, we need to drill for oil, but we're not major underinvestment. I mean, the only reason why in 2008, the only reason why in 2008 our oil prices dropped because it was because of a housing bubble lax lending. They, they, the banks funded too much of the housing development. I mean, they were given, they were giving, uh, there, there was this, uh, uh, I forget what the movie was called, but they interviewed a, a stripper. She owned like three houses because money was so easy for her to get from banks. And so that created a housing bubble. People couldn't pay their mortgages because they owned too much house and they were enslaved to their house and then they started missing these payments and they lost their house causing a massive housing bubble. And so at the time oil oil demand was only only 85 million barrels a day. Fast forward to 2012. The same thing they did to real estate causing the housing bu- bubble, lax lending, they did that for shell oil causing a shell bubble. And we were producing 5 million barrels a day, and we grew to 13 million barrels a day because of debt. All that oil development was funded by debt. It wasn't funded by anything else. And then the banks came and said, hey, where's our money? And the shell companies, because oil prices averaged 50-something dollars a barrel, they didn't have it. They weren't even breaking even. They were losing money. They lost their butts. The banks lost a bunch of money. So in addition to having a shell bubble, because they funded too much energy causing an oil glut, it wasn't even economically feasible. I mean, At, the, at least at the end of the day, the, during the housing bubble, the banks got houses out of the deal. In this situation, what do they get? A bunch of shale wells that are producing a fraction of what they initially came online at. And so we went from 5 million barrels a day to 13 million barrels a day. But listen, what did that do to oil prices? It stabilized the oil and gas industry, taking the power out of OPEC and out of Russia's hands. So the only way to reduce oil prices is by producing more oil. We proved that from 2012 to 2019. So now the banks aren't lending anymore. And so we had all of these fabricated situations. We had COVID reducing the demand for oil. We had Saudi Arabia and Russia flooding the markets with oil to break the backs of Shell. So now we don't have now we don't have the COVID restrictions like we did before. Now we don't have the Shell industry being funded like they were before. I mean, we're in a five-year underinvestment cycle. We, 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 nobody's believing this pump and dump scheme anymore that, hey, green technology is going to save the day. Hey, and, and, and the demon, the demonization of fossil fuels is starting to end because I mean, you look at Europe, they're, they're going back to fossil fuels. They, they learn from Sri Lanka like, Hey, I don't want to be like that country. I mean, America's waking up. The world is waking up, but it's too late because people still aren't investing in fossil fuels. Because look, oh look, oil prices are dropping again. And all the news is saying oil is crashing, but it's not. Oil's not crashing. It's not crashing. See this pump and dump scheme, it got it it it, it I mean, it's getting all the banks, all the banks are involved in it. The 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 stockbrokers, the hedge funds, these market sell-offs causing low volume trading in the oil industry, the Western media, all of the media's Is going against fossil fuels. I mean, it's no different than what they do in a pump and dump scheme. But here's here's what I'm telling, here's what I'm gonna tell you. Once we lose this the strategic petroleum reserve, once the EU kicks in the oil embargo, because they believe their own lies, the West actually believes that we can use green technology to replace fossil fuels, they actually believe their own lies. California actually believes that they're going to be okay, and they're not. I mean, Sri Lanka thought they're going to be just fine. You look what happened. Look at their demise. And so we're going to lose uh, uh, more oil with the EU embargo kicking in December 5th. You've got all the uh, conversion from natural gas to oil. You have Putin. Escalating the war in Ukraine, at any moment, there could be a nuclear bomb dropped. At any moment, Iran could drop a nuke somewhere. I mean, they've got drones. Iran is crazy. Those guys are insane. They've already dropped bombs on key oil facilities in uh, Saudi Arabia. And what's crazy is, you got to look this up in the news. Recently, in the the last, I believe in the last uh, uh, week, four... Oil refineries caught on fire? Guys, you can't make this stuff up, guys. This is all fabricated. This is all a plan. Look, China, if China could control energy, if China could get Russia, Putin, India, Iran, Saudi Arabia, I mean, they're forming an alliance and if this alliance comes together, it takes one decision to cut off the West from energy. If, we, if America is cut off from oil, I mean, Saudi Arabia, deep down, they're pissed at, at America. I mean, his rep- reputation has been destroyed. The young prince, he is a sociopath. He is a prideful man, just like Putin. He can't handle it. He hates it. And so deep down, deep down, he wants to break the back of America and all the, all the people that have come against him. And, and he, the most valuable asset in the world is oil, and that's what Saudi Arabia does. I mean, you don't, you don't think of Saudi Arabia anything other than oil. And the world has demonized the very thing he produces, like he's some sort of crack dealer. He, ha- he hasn't forgotten that. And so they're coming together. And if they cut off oil from America, WTI price will go from 80-something dollars a barrel to $200 a barrel in a blink of an eye. All the while, the rest of the world is paying $90 a barrel for Brent crude. That's the plan, guys. Because if that happens, see, that's a form of sanction. See, China is tired of the sanctions of of America, controlling them. Russia is tired of the sanctions. Saudi Arabia, Iran, all of these countries, they're tired of those sanctions. So the only way to get to the West is by cutting them off from energy. And that's the plan. They can't do it right now. But the chess pieces are coming aligned. The Putin cannot get away with what he's doing without without China. Iran needs China, and China needs their oil. Who's to say that Iran isn't producing oil right now and selling it to China? I mean, we don't know that. I mean, are, are they gonna? Are they gonna? Say, hey, you know, we sat me and Iran sat down, we made a deal. I'm gonna buy their oil. Just I just want the whole world to to know that. And our and our and, and my plan is to actually take over Taiwan. I mean, there, I mean Putin didn't I mean Putin made threats and told the world, yes, I'm going into Ukraine. But there are things that are happening behind the scenes that he's not telling the world. I know. I'm looking at Xi Jinping, he's going to meet with Saudi Arabia for the first time in years, in like decades. He's sitting down with Iran. He's sitting down with Putin. Why is he having conversations with the largest producing oil countries in the world? And when I say Iran, they potentially have the potential to have a tremendous amount of oil production. Why is he having these meetings? Because he knows he can't move forward with his plan without oil. All the while, America is preaching we don't need oil. And Saudi Arabia is like, okay, disrespect my most precious commodity. I'm going to cut you off. Okay, China, let's talk. Okay, Putin, let's talk. I'm tired of these jackasses. All right, guys, I'm Sean Pruitt, president of Kingdom Exploration. If you like this channel, uh, please subscribe. And if you're interested in investing in oil and gas, uh, look at my description below. Click on the link, fill out the form. I'd love to chat with you. Thanks.